Welcome to another week of Irony Sports Podcast, and we are going to go into where we left off last week, the rest of Rob's career, and Chris will be coming in, Chris Lovins from 2CW, uh, remembering 2CW Podcast for questions for his days behind the scenes of 2CW and what he did, and wrapping up the rest of that to wrap up this week's current episode. So guys, stay tuned for that right now. But yeah, but at the end there. of the day, like, um, you know, like it, it, you're you're there to wrestle. You know, it's yeah. it is clearly it's about the money. We all have families. You get that. But like, I didn't get into wrestling. Right, for the money. I got you, you get in for the money the for the wrong reasons. Of, you know, yeah, like I'm there for the passion. I love the process. Like with the way Rob taught me how to break down matches, and you know, we'll sit there and. Um, you know, go back and forth. Oh, maybe they should have did this or this. And he'd ask me why. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Long conversations with that. It's just, you know, I feel um, it's just it's about mm-hmm. that passion. Agree. You have, have passion, you have to have a passion to wrestle on the Indies because it's not it's not all the greatest thing ever. Like you're gonna run into a lot of dirtbags out there in the wrestling business. Yeah, you just you got to be prepared for that. You got to be thick skinned for it. Because you're not, you're gonna get screwed. I mean, oh, and yeah. that was just one, you know. And there's, um, and I went some other places. Um, I mean, Buffalo shows, and I, I, I've attended some uh, Massachusetts shows, and you know, for predominantly, I, I, I was very comfortable in two CW, and that's mainly where I worked at the end of it. But yep, um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of good times there. A lot of great stories there. <laughs> oh yeah. Two- oh yeah. So, yeah, Josh started that up in, what, 2006. I remember we were sitting, we were watching some pay-per-view. I can't remember what it was. So it was 2005. uh, Okay. November of 2005, we're watching uh, Survivor Series with a number of us, Springgate, Patterson, you, me, Johnny Law. Um, There's probably other guys in there too, but and it it was a terrible pay-per-view, just absolutely horrendous pay-per-view. And a lot of talk started happening in there. And Josh was just like, we could do a better job, man. We we, we can do this better. And Josh just six months later, you ran our first show, April 8th, 2006. Spike Dudley as the main event. Gordy Wallace, you know, on the show. You know, J.D. Love, Killer Steve's, All Money is Legal, Strangler, Springgate, Johnny Law. You know, Jason Axe playing the – Jason Axe playing the yeah, actually, guitar in the ring, but he never actually got a chance to because Johnny Law interrupted him. But, but it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it just it it took off from there, and uh, I believe the you know like I did learn quite a bit of stuff um, from Spike Spike oh. Dudley. He's yeah. just a he's a classy he's a classy guy, man. He really is. Yeah, he, like, uh, you know, he, he taught he taught you guys a lot of stuff, man. It's what I mean. Uh, on the remember at TCW, every time I talk about Spike, every, everyone's just like, I learned this, I learned that. It's like he just he came into the, he came into a company on its first ever show with with, with no idea what the hell's going to happen. We didn't even know how many people were going to show up for Christ's sakes, but we had yeah. over two hundred people at the first show. Spike was there. Spike ends up being on, you know, 30 something shows after that. 
and basically never winning for Christ's sakes, putting everyone over, you know, making, making yeah. guys believable. He's the reason. And I say this all the time. Dan's an amazing wrestler as Jason Axe. Yes. Spike's the reason that our fans would walk into the show and say, Jason Axe can beat anyone. And we know it. We don't care who the hell he's in the ring with. He can win because we watched him go to war with Spike goddamn Dugly, you know? And, 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 yeah. and, and that's what, that's what a lot of guys did not and still don't understand about giving back in the business. That is one of the biggest Spike, issues. Spike just had a different tone of psychology about it. Like you go out there and he's like, Hey brother, just slow down. Yeah. Let him absorb. It. Let him see it. Let him yep. see everything Make it bigger than life. He goes, if you're rushing through it, they're not seeing it. They're missing everything. But, you know, and that was things he used to say. But thanks for that segue, Rob, for things slowing down. Because you had a match <laughs> where they slowed down so much, the other guy fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was on I mean, my Rob, list for Rob. Rob, oh. Rob, Rob, Rob slowed that down. Right he, right Rob now. slowed that down the so much, the Sandman fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Or was it the the fifth of vodka he drank in the back? <laughs> I, I'm going to go with it was the fifth of vodka that he had in the back. But, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, the sad dark. part, the sad part is, is that happened? And a lot of people were like, well, what did you expect? And it's like, you do know that the Sandman is a character, right? That's he's not drunk 24 seven. Like that yeah. was something that he didn't do. While he was in the WWE, it wasn't like he was drunk on Raw, you know? Yeah. James Fullington isn't drunk all the time. Well, maybe no. he is. <laughs> he might be now, uh, but. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Eric, you might as well just ask the question. <laughs> you might as well just ask it. Um, there was this match. I Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. So I will. Well. <laughs> I, I I can remember everything about it. Um, Chris was behind. Yeah, uh, Chris was behind the merch desk. Yeah, I was I was sitting front row because I knew you told me that you were going. Yeah. You know, you're going to be wrestling the Sandman. Um, big one, you know. Actually, that was yes. that yes. was after the outlaws. That was after. Right? Yes, that was after the outlaws. Yes, you know that because you think you went off. You yeah. know, you you and Josh, JD Love, uh, faced the outlaws, and then boom, you you're in a singles match now with right. you know a big name, the Sandman. You know, ECW World Champion. You know, that big moment for you to show, yep. like, okay, yeah. like you know I, what? It was where there was all man. good intentions going into you that. Know? Okay, and. Like hardcore match, yeah. that's your style. Like you're like, like I, it was believable. You're gonna beat his ass. Yeah, it means that he started whipping spike, Rob's you know? ass with a freaking uh, with a kendo stick around the ring like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Rob's just like strut, and he's like, ow, ow, ow! Like he's stepping on deck. Dude, that's, like, what, yep. like, what the hell is he doing? Sometimes you gotta make the best. You sometimes you gotta make the best of a bad situation. Um, so 
I wish someone edited that video and put the Star Wars uh, lightsaber things when he was doing it. That would have been funny. Um, so the, the intentions were supposed to be good for that. And if the guy was actually smart and did business the proper way, he probably could have came back and did another one. Yep. But anyways, um, I'm in the back and, you know, Josh goes, hey, you're wrestling, you know, this guy here. Dude, he turned his back on me when I went over to introduce myself. I was like, are you kidding me? And at the time, man, I think I was sitting at the table. I can vividly remember for sure it was Brody and, and Isis for sure. And I was sitting at the table in the back and he's like, Brody's like, oh, there he goes. He's reaching into the bag. He's got some vodka now. It's going to be interesting night. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I go over again. He does the same thing. Turned his back to me. So I looked over to Spike. I'm like, dude, you need to help me out here because if it's going to be like this, then it's going to be a shoot out there later on. And he's like, okay. So he talks to him and, you know, I've already had a history of working with Spike and, you know, and um, he lets him know. So now he comes to talk to me and he goes, well, I'm a five-time champ. I'm an ECW this and that. And I'm this, that, and this. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, I own a television. Let's talk about our match now. Yeah. So then we go into it and, you know, plan it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I was like, you know, let's get into it. And you know, we're just talking about it. And he, he would get up. It, it would have been a decent one if freaking followed the program. We get out there. He's like three sheets to the wind. He's like, let's do this. Let's do that. He puts me in a freaking hammer lock. We're in the ring. It's so slow. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. It's slow. He falls asleep. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, is he sleeping? And I think Keith was the referee. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm watching it right now, by I'm the almost, way. I have it up on YouTube. I'm looking at it okay. right now. Keith's, Keith's like, I think he's sleeping. I'm like, no. And he's like, I think he's, he's he falls asleep. He falls asleep when when you when when he has you in that headlock, right? The hammerlock. The hammerlock. Hammer yes, yeah. yes. I'm trying to find yeah. it. Yeah, he falls asleep. Not when you have him in the headlock, but when he puts you in that hammerlock. Yes. And Keith goes, I think he's sleeping. Yep. I'm like, no, he's not. He's like, yeah, yeah he I'm is. literally watching it right <laughs> I'm now. Like, I'm oh. on the spot right now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like, he's not cranking on it. So I'm selling it like he's cranking on it. And the fucker's just sleeping. Dude. I'll yeah, tell you something. Like, what is going on? Chris, Chris, I oh, want to know. You got to remember, like, you got to remember. Sitting. We were supposed standing. to do pictures with this guy after the match with, with the fans. And I'm like, I'm not doing pictures with yeah, this son of a bitch. And she's freaking blasted right yeah. now. So I end up getting into the back and Spike and I start yelling at each other because Spike's like, well, what the fuck do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm not doing goddamn pictures with our fans with that goddamn piece of shit right now. And Spike, Spike ends up having to come out to the ring. And he's like, Jim. Jim, he's calling him by his name. Come on, buddy. Come on, let's go. And I don't know. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was there. It was, I was bad, like, man. What but we we lit him up. This? We lit him up. We put him on blast on YouTube. 
Now, I want to know, I want to know how it was when he walked right. back right. through that curtain. You know, I, I don't know that part. I never actually, right. I, I, Rob sort of told me so a couple listen, things, but I want to know. The ask, I put him in my finish. He fucks right that up, now. by the way. So I gave it to him for real. Oh, yeah. I just watched it, by the way. Gave <laughs> <laughs> him my finish for real. My finish is a reverse. It's kind of like a franchiser or a reverse Stone Cold Stunner. And I gave it to him for real. I mean, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the cattle driver and the cattle. I don't remember. Was I supposed to go over? I don't remember, but I went over anyways. No, yeah, you were supposed to go over. Yeah, you were. You were. So I, I, anyway, I went over and I got out and I got out of Dodge. And as I'm thinking this, this whole scenario, I'm like, you know, I want to beat this motherfucker's ass. I just want to beat him up bad. Listen, I've already created enough. Should've. animosity on myself in 2CW to have another friggin' thing on my record. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. not beating his ass today is probably, probably be a good thing. But then again, yep. if I had done it, I would have probably got a pop from the boys in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, probably. Um, and let's be honest, it probably wouldn't have been hard to do. He's drunk off his ass. Dude, so it I, wouldn't I, have been difficult for you to do. Dude, I, <laughs> dude i wanted to hop that beer cane and help you like i remember like when you because i was literally it was when you walked through the door i was in that front row it was like you know center it was they were the camera would yep. right over by yeah. where you guys walked out your entrance way how he had it back by the basketball hoop i was uh you know i was facing the side um the one side and I remember I looked at you and you looked at me and I was just Listen, like, I dude, so I, bad. I, 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 I was, I was like, if I punch him once, it's going to knock him ass. the fuck out. You know, it's, it's gonna, oh, yeah. it's gonna oh, knock yeah. him right the hell out. Um, or just hit him across that face, like with the, with the candlestick. It's what I wanted to do. And yeah, I know. Dude, when he was oh, when he said you want to back out and grill or whatever <laughs> you want, you want to, whatever the hell he says. I go in Gorgy, Gorgy, Gorgy. I go in the back, and Josh is just like, "I this motherfucker, man." And Bob Staffa looks at me and goes, "You are the most patient person in the wrestling business." I go, "Not right now." (laughs) Yeah. So um, there was that, and then the whole ordeal. Chris just explained Spike trying to coax him in the back. He finally gets him in the back, and then it comes paycheck time. And I remember Josh just fucking chucked the envelope at him, whip, and fucking whipped and hit him. I didn't yeah. even know that he got paid. You know, he's like, yeah. "Oh God!" So it was just, it was terrible. And then let's fast forward uh, a few months ago. Chris pulled the same crap again. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Did you see it again? He pulled. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, he pulled the same crap. Again, on somebody else. It's just like they did it at another company. He was pissed at us too, man. I mean, he was on he was on a talk show, bitching and moaning about two CW about the footage and how we made him look bad and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, dude, you made yourself look bad. And he said, you know, and he said yeah. he was saying, no. well, don't come out drunker than a sailor and pour well, in beer, no, dude, pour in just, beer to the just, audience. He's you just a moron, anyways. You, that, you know, 
that could that could have guys yeah. could've got you guys in a lot, you know, a lot of heat with the, you know, if something, you know, that, that right. did happen, just not, you know, you can't do that. I know it's wrestling and you're looking at that 18, the and, know, yeah, honestly, male the, audience um, for that, but still you can't do that. Yeah. He, like that. And I shot on him in the next show, you know, and yeah. Yeah, I shot on him. Yeah, I made fun I of him. I that. shot you on him. And Josh wanted yeah. to make sure I got every dig impossible. Josh made me cut the promo in front of him like six times. He's like, oh, that's great. That's fucking great. That's yep. great. Yep. Just, yep. just do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he loved it. He loved yep. the whole thing. And I was like, good. Good. He deserves it. And I had no remorse about doing it because you call me green to the gills because you want to make yourself look good when you clearly were the one making it look bad. Um, and you know, just that was one of the bad, one of the bad things in the business that should have been good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it should have been. It should have been a highlight of your career instead. It ends up being something you don't really want to talk about too much. No, you know. And you know what? Chris, I mean, other than when we're making fun of it, you know. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, Chris and I were at a two CW show years later. And Edge and Tommy Dreamer were there, and we were talking to them. And yeah, Tommy's like Vince watched and said, "If you beat him up, he would have gave you a job." <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh! I remember. I'll never forget when we were at the um, pastime. We had the BWO in, and <laughs> the BWO they were talking, and the Meanie was there that night. If you remember, the Meanie was on the same show with Sandman. Yeah, he was. Yep. And um, and the meanie is like, yeah, this is the building where Hack fell asleep. And when he says that, Stevie and freaking Nova are like, wait a minute, this is where he fell asleep. <laughs> like everyone knows about it in the business, man. It was no secret. Uh, like I got my five minutes of observation, and all for all robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh. Uh... Well, all okay, right, Mister Lovey, it's time to put. I don't know what what seat. questions I'm going to get here, so I'll be as honest as I can. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, what was your um, you know for our viewers that don't know um, what Two CW is? Yep. It's an independent pro wrestling company. It was based out of Syracuse, New York. Um. um for wrestling fans that don't know the behind the scenes, as I know that you did, um, it, what was your involvement? It really depends. It really what depends on when you want to talk about it, because, you know, at, at some points I helped set up the ring. I didn't do it a ton, but I did do it. Um, ran the merch table, helped book some shows, helped book the arenas, uh, pick up guys at the airport. Uh, run the door, do security, get punched in the face by fans that you're throwing out while doing security. Um, I, I basically did anything that I was asked to do by the owner, Josh. Um, and I love doing every, every bit of it, man. Um, I don't have a lot of great stories like a lot of people do, like Rob will, um, for like after parties because I was the guy that took the money with me and went home. Um, you know, we didn't, we, you know, Josh didn't want to keep the money on him. Usually some shows were, there was a lot of money there, a lot of cash. And, um, I would take that cash and get the hell out of town. Yep. 
you know, and go home and then bring it to them the next day. Um, but yeah, whatever, whatever it was, I mean, I've done a lot, um, help put together, you know, uh, the, the quadruple conflict was, you know, we didn't want to call it a four corners match. We didn't want to call it whatever the WWE was calling it. We need to come up with something different. I came up with the quadruple conflict was a title, you know, just different things. Um, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of different crap that I did over the years. I mean, I, I'm not going to pat myself on the back for it, but I mean, whatever Josh asked me to do, I did it. And, and I'm, I'm proud to say that, um, you know, I, I was a spoke in the wheel, you know, because that's what it was with two CW. It was, you know, Josh was that centerpiece in the middle of the wheel. And then there was me. I was one of those spokes. Rob was another spoke. Yep. Springgate was a spoke. Slick Wagner Brown, Spike Dudley, Jason X, Jay Freddie, whoever the hell, Stacy, uh, Joe Strawberry. You know, it didn't make a difference who it was, man. We were we were a family. And 2CW ran for 10 years because all of us were willing to do what it took to get the job done. Jack Trades. Justin Parker, you know what I mean? Like all of those guys, mm. you know, it was, it was awesome. I mean, it, it like I said, it didn't matter, yeah. man. I gave, I gave Josh ideas all the time. Sometimes he'd take my ideas. Sometimes he wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I trust me, I wasn't the only one shooting ideas at him. <laughs> we all did. Everyone was, yeah. you know, I shot at, I, I will still to this day, say one of the best ideas I ever shot to him for a t-shirt. He didn't make it. And what I wanted was, you know how we ripped off everything. Yeah, we always had some, you know, Subway or or Reese's peanut butter cups or Disney or whatever we did. We always had something where we did a shirt based off something else, and we always had fun with that. We got cease and desist later on. Whatever. My idea was BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Well, BMW is easily two CW, the ultimate wrestling company. And that's a shirt I wanted, but he never made it. Oh, that's cool. But, you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. That would have been cool. But the Harley cool Davidson shirt. one, you know, all those different ones we did, all those posters that were created. And it just, like, where wrestling is the entertainment was something I pitched in the beginning. Um, you know, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a group effort, man. It really was. And, you know, we caught magic in a bottle, man. It is, you know, lightning in a bottle, whatever the hell the word is. And honestly, Chris, like, yeah, you're right. Everybody had their, their, there was the time, there was the time of the things we did when showtime was on. There was times we did the show was over. And yeah, yeah. to be tell you this now, like putting the show together and the matches and the psychology of a lot of stuff, Josh was five steps ahead of any promoter, in my opinion. He just really was. Oh, Josh was a genius. He's, he's, he really he's was a genius. Josh that, is a right. genius. I hope the hell he listens to the show to hear that. I mean, we've told him that many times, but he is, you know, he was a genius. He Mike, was, he I, was, he was an evil genius in the wrestling business. The Gordy Wallace character was betrayed by me, but it was invented by Josh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I'm like, I think about all those characters he created over the years. Yeah. The guy sunshine character, Oh yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is the guy Sunshine character got Mike on the shows. Mike is a great wrestler, and he's doing his own thing now with the Skyrose gimmick and all that stuff, you know. But it got him on the shows, and it got him to a point to where we did change the gimmick, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
all the different stuff that he did. He never minded the fact that you took his idea and molded it for you. He never, he never, he actually encouraged that. But the fact is that he did create, he created the Gordy Wallace character, he created the JD Love character, which was himself. He created the Johnny Law character. You know what I mean? He, he, he was really good about doing that. Like he was really, really intelligent about it. And I, yeah, he does it. He'll be like, nah. I'm like, yeah, man, you are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> no, he did. I mean, and we talked about it. We talked about it on 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 the, on the two CW podcast there a couple times with different people where it's just he guys came to work at two CW and they wake they could have made more money going somewhere else. Kevin Steen could have made more money wrestling somewhere else on the same night if he would have taken a book in somewhere else. But he came here because we allowed him to be who he wanted to be. They loved we, we, working. We didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't make guys come in and do something they didn't want to do. You know, it, it's just, it was amazing. It was an amazing time, an amazing place to work. I can say that. Yeah. But I hope that answers your question in some way. But <laughs> I, I mean, I really, I mean, really, oh, I didn't, but, when, but really, I didn't have, I didn't worry. have a lot <laughs> of say in the company. I just, I helped where I could, man. And I really did. I did whatever, whatever Josh asked. Yeah. You, you're like, as the, yeah. you're passionate, like we talked about earlier, you're passionate. You did what, you know, as what I would do, yeah. you know, if I got yeah. into a wrestling company tomorrow, I'm part of the team. What could I do to help make you better? You know, being a good bad guy to get your baby you faces it. over and let them beat the hell out of me. If that's what I got to do to help and, the team mm-hmm, and help yeah. everybody get, we're gonna, you know, we're going to do it. Um, my next question is, what's the pro- what's the process of getting a guy like AJ Styles, um, Brian Danielson, you know, Eddie well, Edwards some of them, to come in? Yeah, you know, some. Um, Spike. Yeah, some like, would be easier than others. Some would like, be like easier how, than others. Like, some you just reach out and talk to them. Like an Eddie Edwards, you're just going to get contact information. You're going to talk to Eddie. Uh, at the time, you're just going to probably – Chat me up about uh, uh, I, you know, I thank God go did never really had to do else. any of that. A few times There's I made some phone else. calls, but like Josh to get AJ Styles, Josh had to go through Bill Barons, uh. and Bill Barons would make the decisions for that. So, like, true story, and Josh told the story on um, when we were closing, we wanted AJ on the final show. That was a goal. We wanted AJ in because Josh feels that AJ Styles is one of the best workers to ever be, you know, in the ring. And he wanted him on the show, you know, and uh, Bill Barron's yeah, told us I now he's too. going home after the Ring of Honor show on Friday. Um, I believe it was Friday. Maybe it was Saturday, but I, I'm trying to remember the whole dates and stuff. But whatever. Beside the point, he's going home. He ain't going to do the show. OK, so so be it. You know, we don't have AJ's information to get a hold of him ourselves. He goes through, a, you know, a promoter. So we, we can't really do much about that um, or an agent, not a promoter. Um. So, you know, long story short, Mike Kingston, who does the comic book Headlock, is friends with AJ. Mike Kingston sees AJ at a show, says, hey, man, 2CW wanted you on the show. And he's like, wait a minute, what's going on? And they're closing. Uh, Wait a minute, what? They're closing because he enjoyed working for us the three times prior to that. You know, good company, took care of him, whatever. So he calls his agent and tells his agent, you know, no, I'm going to work for him. You know, and he tells Josh to call back, get Bill Barons, get the information, and he works for us. It's basically a hassle, let's be honest. 
Because if one of our friends isn't friends with him, he doesn't work that show, man. Because we don't have, we don't have that personal, we don't have that personal right. conversation at all with an AJ Styles. Now, like I said, with an Eddie Edwards, you're yeah. speaking to an Eddie Edwards when you first brought him in. You're speaking to a Spike Dudley. J- Jerry Lawler, no, you're going through, you're going through an agent. Uh, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, nope, you're speaking to Hacksaw. You're, 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 you know, you're dealing with Hacksaw one-on-one. But, like, certain guys, no, man, it was pain right in the ass to get him in. Roddy Piper, complete pain in the ass. Bret Hart, the reason Bret Hart never showed up, complete pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. yeah, 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 the agents. I'm saying the agents. The agents. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The agents just pain in the ass, man. Oh, you know, man. and you know, then the same thing could be said for a lot of other things too. You know, when you're dealing, you you, you all know the story because Josh loves to tell it, and I don't blame him. The checks in the mail. You know, we're dealing with that <laughs> asshole that ran the place up there in Utica. Yeah, you know, trying to get more money out of us. Like everywhere, everywhere you go, you dealt with something. Like, like the Watertown place. I still can't believe to this day. Yeah. You know the big arena in Watertown that we ran our shows in? Yeah. That was that's, you, know, you know the one right on the fairgrounds, right? Yeah, that's the, I call that place. I call that place. And I'm like, look, we're looking to run a wrestling show. We're looking to rent the building for the day. How much would it cost? You know, blah, 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 blah. They're like five hundred bucks for the day. I call Rob I Rob. I call Josh back. <laughs> and Josh is just like, excuse, wait a minute, what? And I'm like, yeah, five hundred. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but book that shit, man, because we're running there. 500 is cheap as hell for a building that freaking size. Yeah. We ran it. We ran it for that price for years before they finally tried to get more money out of it. It just, you know, wheeling and dealing, man, wheeling and dealing. I remember when we went to Rochester, we made a deal with a, with a pizza company to promote our, promote our show by putting flyers on their pizzas when they delivered them. You know, I, I sat and talked with the, the owner of Salvatore's Pizza in Rochester. Those Rochester shows are crazy. Very interesting, Chris. <laughs> ah, there was too yeah, no shit. There was too much going on in Rochester. It was too difficult. Yeah. Too difficult to go in and that run one, that town. There's just too much too much. Too much. That one I will I will tell you this, Eric. Here's a here's a little thing that most people don't know. Honestly, a lot of people probably don't know I did this, but we, he never came to light, so he never worked for the company, and he was never, ever mentioned. He hasn't even been mentioned on the retrospective thing either. But I talked with Abdul the Butcher about coming in and doing a show. I talked to him on the phone, but he was a little insane and wanted a little too much money. But, yes, little things like that. I don't remember how much he wanted now, but he wanted too much then. How much? You know what I mean? We weren't willing to pay him because it wasn't like he was going to really work. He couldn't work much. He was just going to probably have a spot, you know? Yeah. When you could spend the same money, I guess in a sense, probably the same money we spent on a Terry Funk, which is way better than Abdullah. Let's be honest. You know? Now getting that. Getting I don't all remember the how Josh had to get Terry, him in. I think that's all through Terry. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember one of the comments was, "I don't leave the house unless it's this much money." 
<laughs> which to be honest with you, wasn't a whole hell of a lot to have to pay for a legend like that. So Terry, not a big deal. Terry was very classy, man. I enjoyed meeting him. Oh, nothing, nothing but the best man. Yeah. Nothing but the best complete straight class act, man. Dude. Love that guy. I, my Facebook picture is always going to be Terry Funk in there. He's just, I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you. Um, that was classy. Yeah. What else you, what else, what else you got, Eric? I know you got more for me. Oh, oh, oh I do. Um, who is your favorite, favorite as in what? Favorite as in what? Like in the ring or just, yeah. or just, oh, in the ring? Performance. Oh, I, I, yeah, it's performance. Oh, no, you can yeah, put we'll me on the spot. The ring one of my I favorite people to ever deal with. I can tell you right now, one of my favorite people know, to ever deal with was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. To- Guy was nothing nothing but a professional. And he, he is he is seriously yeah. and honestly a gentleman to deal with. Like, I can give you a story of a little uh, a special needs kid coming up to get his autograph with his parents. He just looks at me because I'm the guy that's doing the money. And he looks at me, kind of just rums his his. He just rubs his fingers across his throat like, no, 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 no. Don't do anything. Well, how are you doing there, buddy? How are you doing? Oh, you know, they didn't pay for shit. And he sat, talked to that young man for probably a good five minutes. It's classy. And man. that's the type of guy he was, man. Like, I remember when the in, in uh, Elmira, he's backstage sitting in a chair, reading a book with his glasses on and some fans snuck backstage and he just sat there and talked to him. He didn't, you know, hey, get the fuck out of here or anything like that. that. No, that's not who he was. You know, he talked to him until they kind of got escorted out of the backstage. <laughs> but nah, man, I love that guy. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember he was. In yeah, the, that's, um, that's the show where he New talked York to the show, one I kid. Remember. I was at the. Y that's where he talked to the kid. Um, I think was that was. Yeah. Yeah. Was that. um. Was that the show where I remember I had a conversation with Josh about they the YMCA was selling tickets for them, but the tickets yeah, he there gave was. them and yeah. the money yeah. he received. Yeah, we had a, we had that happen. We had that happen quite a bit there with yeah, a lot of shady ass promoters and owners of buildings and stuff like that. Um because I knew the person that handled all that. Yeah. And I told Josh that I felt like that. I'm not going to say names or, you know, I, I just felt like that was, it was shady. And I just let him know, especially, yeah. you know, you guys, I never beat you you always up. treated me like little brothers, you know, beat me up. Yeah. That's who I am, man. No, that's you're, always, you're always a nice one, <laughs> you know? And, spe- and speaking of this, I never actually, I never got to thank you for that first two CW show. Um, my parents didn't have the money to get my picture taken with Spike. And I remember I ran as soon as they were doing it. And I took ran care of you, brother. Kind of gave my parents to look like, I'll take care of it. So well, I really, thank, I mean, you're it. welcome, man. Yeah, I mean, you did. Just, and I never got the little things I would do that. here and there, man. But uh, favorite worker. Honestly, man, AJ Styles, AJ Styles is just, it's AJ Styles is like, you know, melting butter on a toast, man. It's just beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Dude. And not to mention, I always judge everybody because it's different for me. Yeah, I always judge a person based on my interaction with them in the back. And he was always super great guy to talk. Yeah, man. I remember when he walked in the door and he's just like, you know, Alan, and I'm just like, no, it's AJ Styles, but whatever you want to call yourself. 
<laughs> it's yeah. like it's like when we walked up to Edge and he's like Adam, and I'm thinking, no, dude, your name's Edge. Don't call yourself Adam. I don't want to hear that shit. So now, when I was watching Mania and Taker was calling him Alan, I giggled because I was like, that's what he introduces himself as. <laughs> well, that's his name. So right, I was like, that's so cool, Alan Jones, man. Yeah, he was always really nice to talk to. He likes he likes games too, man. Like a lot. <laughs> oh, he's a huge gamer, man. Huge gamer. Um, but I have others. I mean, the conversation I got to have with Shane Douglas downstairs at the pastime was phenomenal. Um, getting to know Matt Hardy in a car ride from Potsdam, New York, to Syracuse, becoming friends with Matt Hardy and all technicalities because of that conversation and that car ride. Uh, was pretty goddamn cool, to be honest with you. Um, you know, getting. Oh, you do it. It just flies. He's, he's, he's what you see, car. man. Yeah. When he's not acting, you know, crazy or anything. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's very- no, just just the knowledge, just to sit there and, like, you yeah. know, pretty much Rob told me going and shut up and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Says, oh, dude, I mean, the conversation is like, listen to what everybody's doing and you'll learn. And just this is that, you know, I would have well, said you, nothing that whole ride. I would have just sat there. Not I'm sitting in the back seat. And when, he, when he's like, what he, Chris, you know how do you spell mean? your name, man? I'm going to add you on Facebook. And I'm just like, excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. You're, like, you're like me when Jake added you're me on Facebook. Like, what's, your, what's your name? I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's like i i'll tell you i'll give you i'll give you a little bit of a fun story for me in tcw and this show has definitely run a lot longer than an hour but yeah. uh <laughs> 50 minutes over but we might make two shows. You, know, you know what you, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say you might just want to split it into two shows that wouldn't be a bad idea uh yeah. so my you want to I got, I got my mark out it's moment right, for I me as a, as a two CW employee. So Watertown, New York, baseball stadium outside. Sunny asked me to keep an eye on her stuff because she's got her Hall of Fame ring there. And I guess a couple weeks prior to that, someone was stolen at a show. So I'm like, fine, I'll sit there. And I'm in the press box area of the baseball stadium. I'm watching the show. In walks Mick Foley, who's also on the show. Mick Foley sits down next to me. Not thinking much of it. We're just bullshitting. We're talking. And he's he's got the long hair at the time, and he's picking out snarls in his hair. And we're kind of having a conversation about the business and just stupid stuff and ECW. And it, I look over at him, and you know we're kind of making eye contact. And we look back at the wrestling ring. And at that moment, in my head, I'm like, holy shit, I am sitting here with Cactus Jack right now. Like it, it just, it, it changed. Everything in my mind went to like a mark. I'm like, like in my head, like, <laughs> Chris, that was, you, you know, I've only had that twice in my whole life. And it was with yeah. you, I think both damn times. Uh, one was the, when the waterfall, the, the uh, Watertown show, when Jake was there, you remember he had the snake yeah. it kept coming out at me at the bag and I don't like snakes. He kept yep, messing with, yep. it, with it. Josh is laughing his ass off. So I was like, oh, yep. it's Jeff Robert You know, and then yep. uh, uh, the other one was at WrestleMania 18 where I shoulder blocked Hulk Hogan in the in the. Oh, my the God. That was still the greatest. <laughs> walk, walk and talk, brother. Walk and talk, brother. 
I was like, I bumped into him. I'm talking to Chris. I'm like, oh, we're going to go get some breakfast, fat boy stuff. Yeah, you know. And we I, literally walk around the corner and there's Hogan, boom, shoulder block into Hogan. <laughs> I ran into him and he's like, oh, excuse me, brother. And I just looked up at him and Chris is like, all you did and was remember, go. <laughs> yeah, and remember. Yeah, I know. And remember, we tell Josh, we're like, Hogan's down here. Hogan's down here. Hogan's down here. I don't know how Josh got downstairs that fast because I'm pretty sure the elevator didn't move that quick. Did it? And Nimmer told me Josh is sleeping on his stomach and just popped straight up and left the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he parachuted down the stairway. Josh, yeah, but the meeting that they ended up having was Hogan walking and telling them to walk and talk, brother, walk and talk. So the picture is all blurry and shit. I found it the other day, actually. It's not that bad. But as I'm walking in there, you can see, like, my shirt's kind of wrinkled. Because I'm walking yep. behind him, and Josh's like, get the fuck in here. You know, and he pulls me yep. in. <laughs> put that picture up, dude. What the hell are you I doing, got- man? Take a Put that picture on Facebook tonight. Dude, I am digging through my whole house right now, and I found my bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah got, I got a picture with the big show, too, somewhere in my house here. I got my big show picture, which my wife says my, my mustache. I look like a dirty little kid. With my mustache. <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. I'm not, a, I'm not a big guy, but my God, dude, I'm barely up to his armpit in that goddamn picture. It's just like, good yeah. freaking Lord. What a big human being, man. He, he was big. Paul is a big man, man. He's a big. Yeah. All right. Back to you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think uh, 2CW could have no. gotten bigger than what it was? Could you it would have been, it would have been, bigger than a it would have been monitor? definitely very difficult you know, to, to like do that WWE because AW, of the, but... just the way everything kind of was going on in the business at that time. You know, I mean, you would have had to have with Josh owning it. No, it couldn't yeah. have done that because we, we weren't big enough. Unfortunately, we're good enough. You know, we were just as good, if not better, than every other goddamn product yeah. that was on there. We ran shows. Well, more than good you know, enough. I think we ran shows that rivaled what other companies I were making people pay for. So. You know, and, you know, unfortunately, we just didn't have those, I guess, in a sense, the right connections. You know, I mean, we couldn't get goddamn Mike Johnson from PW Insider to even come to a show. You know, we tried to get him to come to a show to promote mm-hmm. us, you know. Oh, no, just send in the results. I'll take care of it from there. And it's like, yeah, but you're going to all these shit shows down in New York City and Philadelphia, and and we're running shows just as good, if not better than them, always, and, and, you, and you don't want to come to one. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, we had a, a lot of things away. going against us in some ways. Um, But, you know, but I think Josh did what was best for us and kept us where we were. Now, you know, if we were still running right now, it did. Don't know, it's man. A, I don't know. It's I got to wonder. Even, even, not even, even just, I would, I talked to Rob about this, you know, even doing, you know, kind of like the, the B, the, 
the Bleacher Report live, like doing, yeah. you know, getting something like that where it's 10, 15 bucks to watch from home or whatever if you, you have the show sold out. Yeah. Something like that where you're not on cable, you don't have those restrictions, but you're well, not mean, on this mega thing where you have to. Yeah, I mean, Josh was doing shit before the, everyone yeah, else was. We were doing eye pay per views before everyone. We were doing. We were doing everything. I mean, he was an innovator oh, yeah, in was. his own way. It's yeah. just for some reason we were held back, and I don't know why. And I'm not saying by Josh. We were held back by the yeah. industry. The industry didn't want to help us yeah. in a sense. The boys didn't have a problem working for us. No one fucking told us no. Everyone worked for us. Everyone. I mean, it didn't matter. Jesus Christ. Kenny Omega, if we were still running, Kenny Omega would have worked for us more often. He loved it, loved everything about it. I mean, we had the, I mean, you think about the last show. We had AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. We had the damn Bullet Club on our show. You know, who else had the Bullet Club on their show in the United States? Yeah, not too many, you know? No. You know, I mean, obviously, Ring of Honor had things because they had connections with New New Japan. We were working on a, a on a relationship thing with New Japan, yeah. and, but then they signed with Ring of Honor. That's an unknown fact there too. That's something Josh was working on. You know, we we had a lot of little things in the books, but we we were kind of we were kind our hands were tied in certain Just ways, man. Just in, in my opinion, that's what I feel. I, I feel like Josh Josh could have done anything he wanted to man if his hands weren't tied with certain things you know yeah. what i mean like hey you know when we shut down you weren't going to be able to use the young bucks anymore they were they were officially under ring of honor contract they couldn't work for us anymore you know stuff like that was starting to hurt us as an indie promotion all the guys were going to the wwe you know what i mean like it just you know we could have done we could have been so much better but it has nothing to do with what we didn't do ourselves. It, it has to do with everyone on the outside, not helping us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In in some senses. Yeah. You know, in some they senses. Yeah. Stole your talent. That, you know, you think though, cause you think, yeah, Brody he was the, he was Brody the champ. Steen was, was there Robert as a Brody champ, take team champ. Um, I mean, the, you know, the, like I said, the bucks wouldn't have been working for us at some point. Yep. Sammy Callahan left for a little while. Eddie's, you know, yeah, absolutely, the man. Bucks, absolutely. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We could have, you know? we could have been, we could have definitely um, have been way bigger. But like I said, Nothing at of our own fault. Nothing of our own fault, my opinion. Yeah. Um, all right. So hopefully, you know, it would happen if you if there is a two CW. <laughs> now you're asking me to book shows. Josh is going to hate me if he up. listens to this, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. What would you do for like the, the kick off the show? Well, depending on talent show, and who you can get and who you event. can't get, obviously. Get any um any any reunion show two CW. Let's just say everybody would want to do you it. Could yeah. That well, the Bucks are going to defend the tag team titles at some point. CW. I'm just not sure exactly who they would defend them against, but it would definitely.
They, they can reach us now on Twitter. We're back. We're on Twitter. RE Sports Entertainment Podcast. It's uh our it's at R E Sports and E N T one is our Twitter. So you guys can hit us up there. You can you can also go to our Facebook page at RE Sports and Entertainment Facebook.com. Yeah, show us your likes, and we are also available on the Anchor, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, so Apple Podcasts, we are on Radio Republic, we are on Autobox, we are on a few, man. This um, this Anchor app is actually a great way to you know be able to record and start you know start our own podcast from scratch not having somebody tell us what to do you know we're controlling the driver's seat on this we do what we want to do and you know i'm having a lot of fun doing it and i just want to thank all of our viewers for listening to our debut episode it got a lot more support than i thought it was gonna get and i'm very happy with that and please keep hitting that like button and follow us on twitter and I hope you enjoy the second episode as much as you like the first one. Hey, man. And also, man, and you're on those podcasts, you can subscribe to us and you can see everything that's going on. And hey, you guys can too. Give us a little feedback on something you might want us to cover. Um, and then as we gain more listeners, we'll start putting out some uh, some polls out there to see some topics that we can put out there. But um That's how you can uh, listen to us, reach us, or talk to us. If 2CW uh, had a reunion show, what three three key batches would you have? All right. Well, let me answer the question while you can hear me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I would really like to see the Young Bucks defend the 2CW tag titles against Colin Delaney and Cheech, known as Up and Smoke, or not Up and Smoke. I'm sorry, known as uh, To Infinity and Beyond. Beyond Up and Smoke was Cheech and Cloudy, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I would love to see that. I would love to see that just because I want the matches to still be 2CW related. You know, I'm not going to say yeah, like, yeah. oh, I want to see the Bucks versus the Revival. You know, no, man, I want to see, want to see the Bucks versus. Colin and Cheech, man, up in smoke. Up in smoke. Well, Jesus yeah, Christ, that, I did it again. To infinity and right. Is it getting uh, late, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I think it's a little late. I've been in up in smoke over here or something. I don't know. Um, uh, Sammy Callahan versus Eddie Edwards. They've got history outside of 2CW, but we could bring it into 2CW, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I would love to see something like – you know, like Sean Carr, uh, Freddie, uh, Slickwagner Brown, you know, maybe like some sort of like quadruple conflict with a bunch of R2CW guys, you know, that are still kind of working out there in the, you know, in the business, you know, and yeah. let them like maybe all former heavyweight champions or something like that, you know, maybe put like, you know, like I said, Slick, Sean, Freddie. Brody, I mean, hey, let's be honest. He probably could work a match now with 2CW. Yeah, he said, he said uh, he's, his contract is open. He is allowed to work with independents. So, yeah. Yipper. He, Yipper. He, would, he could be available if the time is right. And I think that he would come back and do a show. 
Well, think of the rest of the guys that could be available, man. You know, Matt Hardy's probably available now that he's not in the WWE. Former, yeah. former guy that worked for us on a number of occasions. So there's a lot of opportunity there. You know, if we do run some sort of reunion show that the big conversation is about, you know, there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. You know, guys like guys like Jason Axe and you know Gordy and JD Love and stuff. You know, I want them on the show. I want I want appearances. I Me, mean, I'm not going to say I want Rob stepping in the ring. Obviously, right nope. now. <laughs> and I know, no. I, and I know, I know. Jason X would say the same thing. He doesn't want, you know, he, you know, but he would love to be part of it, you know. Yeah, you guys, you guys want a uh, tenderfoot feathered pussy, you know, comment? <laughs> oh, good lord! Okay, maybe, maybe we'll just, maybe you can just come and watch it from the back. We don't need any of that now, pal. Oh, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. All right. My last question: um, How did oh. you feel when Two um, CW closed? I like felt, the last I felt. night, when you know pretty much all the fans left, besides the wrestlers, you know, families that you know kind of just hang right there. You know what I mean? Like, it, how, uh, how did it feel when it was done? It was sad. I mean, you know, you 125 shows. Uh, you know, nine and nine over nine years, almost ten years, nine and a half years of shows. Um, you know, guys that you were seeing once a month, maybe twice a month. You know, you became you know good friends with guys, and you. Let's be honest. I mean, I talked to Sean Carr on the the Remembering Two CW. It's the first time I talked to Sean Carr in four years. You know, and I, I like Sean Carr a lot, but it's just you fall out of touch. You know, Facebook Messenger is about all you got. Um, yeah. It was a sad day, but it was a day that needed to happen. It needed to happen, and it probably should have happened probably a year prior to that. You know, he was, you know, money money was getting a little tighter, man, and 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 things. His health wasn't that good, you know, and it needed it needed to come to an end, man. It really did. Uh, it just it it was it was it was we caught we caught lightning in a bottle for almost a decade we had a great time the magic is hard to duplicate man very hard to duplicate and at, like i say at the end of the day it was it was sad you know you you know like you you become a family i mean i still like i said facebook messenger text message maybe a few phone calls sometimes i run into guys or whatnot but you know that's pretty much it now you know it's 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 weird you know, once a month, once a month, you were going to a show, you were doing a show, you were there for six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours, you know, hanging out with the boys, having conversations, laughing, joking around, having a good time, you know, watching some damn good wrestling. And then all that comes to an end. And it's like, you, you, you do miss it, man. You do. You definitely miss it. I mean, I, I, if Josh called me tomorrow and said, Hey, we're firing it back up, man, we're going to start doing this once a month again. I wouldn't have no problem with it. I'd be right there, man. Right there, handling the money, taking care of the names, you know, selling merch, taking tickets at the door, working security, whatever the hell he needed me to do. I'd be right there for him. Good wow. deal. That, yeah. That, I, that, yeah, me speechless, man. That's, yeah. But that. I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's just, it, it's, you know, like you said, what did I feel? I mean, I tell you, man, it was sad. It was sad, man. A lot of hugs, a lot of crying. Yeah. I mean, I felt yeah, for yeah. Josh, man. I felt for Josh. I he he put his he put his he put everything into this company. He made so many goddamn people's dreams come true, man. So many, man. 
so many guys. Rob's dream. I mean, think about it, man. Rob, Rob was Rob wanted to be a wrestler. I helped Rob become a wrestler. Dude, Patterson, uh, uh, and, uh, Steve King in, in Springgate trained him to become a wrestler. Josh took him and created a character and put him in the ring with Billy Gunn in, in, in the road dog. He put him in the ring with the Sandman, regardless of what happened. It was in, its Spike intentions Dudley. weren't for that. Spike Dudley and other Bonnie guys. Atlas. Tony Atlas. There you go. Yeah. That's what I mean. He, he took, he took this little freaking guy, you know, freaking chubby kid from freaking Watertown who then becomes Jay Freddy, who becomes a guy that works in fucking Japan, you know, yeah. like he made dreams come true for guys, guys, yeah. guys that had no business. Let's be honest at times. I mean, obviously you got them to be, but like beforehand, I'm saying, beforehand you were oh i just want to be a wrestler you know it's like so many people say it well you busted your ass to be a wrestler and then he busted his ass to put the promotion on for you to be the wrestler like i don't think a lot of guys looked at it that way yeah you know stage you know it's the stage that we didn't have you know yes exactly he he built the stage with so many of us he was the foundation and we all stood on his goddamn shoulders or coattails, if you want to say it that way. And we helped him along the way. You know, he, he, he held, he held the goddamn wrestling world in his hand for a lot of us like me, for me, I didn't know. I never wanted to be a worker. I just wanted to be there, man, in a wrestling company doing something and saying, I did it. And I can say that Rob can say that everyone you know, these young kids that went to wrestling school in Syracuse, pun and Graham. Look at those kids, man. They got to work Dreamer. They got to work Raven. They got to work the Briscoe brothers. They got to work a ton of freaking guys because Josh created the platform for all of these guys to do what they do. That's what 2CW was, and that is what the hell is missing in the wrestling industry right now. Is GCW ish, you know, the PWGs out there on the West coast, you know, companies that busted their asses to put people over just so Vince can goddamn sign them and then not use them correctly, you know, at all. So (laughs) it sucks, man. I know it does. But yeah, that's what I felt (laughs) on that day. Like a piece of me, a piece of me kind of died. Like on my wall in my office, in front of me, when I sit in my chair in a frame, is the first poster from 2006. On the left side of it and on the right side is the last poster from December 20th, 2015. Because that is the history for me. The first show, the last show. Everything in the middle is just good memories, man. But they're right there. Those are the solid things right there. That's 2CW to me. April 8th, 2006, December 20th, 2015. Right there, man. That That is everything to me. I mean, I didn't do a whole hell of a lot on the last show. But to me, it was the end. Um, my career is done yeah. then. When 2CW was done, yeah. I was done. I mean, a lot of guys that felt was, that way, man. And not that I was coming out of out of retirement to go wrestle places, but I was done. Yeah, and I feel like two CW is the beginning of my career, even though there's more to it. 
and it was the end. And it was a perfect yeah. place to do that. Um, and the person that gave it to us, really selfless. I mean, it cost him a lot yeah. of money to do it. Like, I don't think people understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, it cost him. No, no one does. No one does. A lot, a lot no one understands it. the money that he put in, the time the, he put in. Yeah. The you money, know. the time, the worry, the anguish, you know, everything that went with it and the problems that came with it, you know, like, oh. people don't know. <laughs> they just don't know. No. And I was no. only for like less than half of it, to be honest, Yeah. to, yeah. to know half of it. I mean, when I came around and I would hang with him and stuff, he would tell me some stuff and I was like, oh, Jesus, are you kidding me? He's like, no, you know, and <laughs> you just don't understand. It's a wrestling business, baby. There's a That's lot it. of drama, baby. There it is. Best way to say it. There it is. But uh, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, um, dude, I appreciate. Like, I mean, appreciate you having me on, man. I love your. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. Just Thanks, let man. You know that. Thank you. Um, appreciate it. Hopefully, we definitely could get you on the show again. You know, sooner yeah. the better. Yeah. The um, next time, next time we won't we won't uh, drive it off a cliff. You know, me and Rob. So we'll try to yeah, stay, no. you know, stay on the road well, with you. Well, you know, yeah, I, I'm going to try to get Mr. Lovins on like once a month or something. We'll see. I'll have to talk to him outside yeah, of this. But. Dude, we can, you know, if there's a pay-per-view, you guys want to talk about the matches and stuff afterwards or whatnot. Yeah. Hit me up, man. All right. I'm willing to do it. Excellent. All right, guys. But this was a lot. Right. This was a lot of fun for me. So. It was for me too. I, you know, I love you both. You guys are both brothers to me. Um, thank you, sir. To all our thank viewers, um, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. I hope you got everybody has a great night. All, all right. right. See, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Later. Later. Thank you for joining us for episode four and we will see you guys next week with the watch along that we promised you the week before and any fan questions please post them on our facebook site rne sports and entertainment podcast or our twitter page which would be or an sports podcast so give us any questions you want answered and we'll talk about them on the show and we'll start doing a fan segment to answer your questions again thank you very much we'll talk to you later.